Welcome to Voices of Experience, the podcast of the National Speakers Association. I'm your host, Crystal Washington. Today, we have a treat for you. In this episode, we'll learn about the Planner Speakers Bureau perspective. Glenn Guyton, who manages an event with over 4,000 attendees, will share what you can do from an event planner's perspective to get more bookings. Jeanette Smith, Vice President at Leading Authority Speakers Bureau, will enlighten us about what speaker bureaus want and value in speaker partnerships. Let's dive right in. Today on Voices of Experience, we have Glenn Guyton, who speaks 25 to 30 times per year and manages an event that brings over 4,000 participants together that has a seven-figure operating budget. Today, Glenn is going to share with us how we can planner-proof our presentations. Thanks for being here today, Glenn. It is so wonderful to be here with you today, Crystal. Oh, that, that was, um, now that's so much energy came out of that, I feel a little bit of pressure. <laughs> Let's dive into it. First All question right. for you. What are the top three mistakes you've seen speakers make and working with a professional organization? Well, one of the things is too many handoffs. You know, if I can't get in touch with you or the right person on your team, if mm-hmm. I have to go through three or four different levels, it's just hard for us to do business. Mm-hmm. I know you're important, I, I know you're, you're <laughs> fancy and all that stuff, but really the planner needs to be able to get in touch with you to share information with you. Okay. And the other thing is responsiveness. Uh, sometimes it's kind of like you sign the deal and then people go ghost. Oh no! Yeah, you know, I need to be able to get in touch with you and if, if you're busy, I understand that, mm-hmm. but make sure that you set some milestones along the way mm-hmm. so that we can communicate with each other. It's important. You're busy. The planner is busy. We're all busy. Mm -hmm. Let's plan some time to get together. Okay. Okay. And the other thing, speakers, that you need to remember is once you're mic'd, the mic is hot. Uh Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And we hear everything that you say. So if you say inappropriate things, if you're talking about the audio crew or if you're talking about the planner, all that is heard and sometimes it's recorded. Have you had that happen before? Oh yes, of course. And sometimes I've even forgotten that I have that hot mic. So be careful and if you have to go take a potty break, Mm -hmm. hey, the mic is on. I've actually seen that before. Yeah, yeah, we're listening. And the the restroom was right next to the room so it was very uncomfortable uh, and the AV team didn't catch it. And sometimes the AV team messes up and they hit the on button. Oh no! And uh, the wrong things come out. Oh no! Oh no! Okay, so let's move on from that one. What should speakers do ahead of time to ensure AV and all necessary needs are communicated effectively. All right. Now, I just this depends on your amount of techiness in your show. Okay. So if you have a really high-tech event, make mm-hmm. sure you have a good writer. Mm-hmm. All those things should be clear. If you have some specific things that you like or don't like, like if you have little ears and the mic doesn't fit on your head. Okay. Glenn's making a joke about me because that's me. That's actually in my materials. My ears are little. I cannot do Madonna mics. They don't work. Right, right. So if that's a problem and you know it, make sure you communicate that ahead of time. Make sure that's clear in your writer. If you use a Mac and you are a training workshop speaker, Mm -hmm. make sure you have your cables Mm -hmm. because a planner doesn't want to pay for your cables when you take them. Okay. When you take the cables that I bought, right? Oh. So bring your own Mac cables, and if you have some special, sophisticated connections, mm-hmm. bring that stuff okay. because the AV company may or may not have those things on okay. site. Uh, always check your tech and learn how presenter view works on PowerPoint. <laughs> I can't tell you how many presentations have stopped because I can't find my stuff. I can't find my stuff. Right. Learn how those things work. Learn how PowerPoint works. Like know like the what colors. Like I've I've been in presentations, mm-hmm. very professional presentations, mm-hmm. where the colors just don't work. Okay. What do you mean by the colors don't work? The colors don't work on the screen. You can't see the contrast oh, on okay. a huge screen. Okay. Go by yourself 
a $200 projector off of Amazon. Okay. Paint one wall in your house white. Okay. And show your presentation. Okay. It's that simple. And also know that serif fonts and sun, sans serif fonts mm-hmm. work differently. Right. They blur out. So just little things like that. Know okay. your know your tech. Okay. So what are above and beyond things you've seen speakers do that can wow their clients? Yeah, I think the follow-up is really the key. Okay. Uh, just following up with your client if you want to get rebooked mm-hmm. uh, is just so important because it, it's a million speakers to choose from. Right. What's going to make you connect to me? Mm. That follow-up is so important because I, I do bring speakers back mm-hmm. uh, if they have a good connection with my audience. If you want to be a one-time speaker, mm-hmm. get your check. Don't say anything else to me. Okay. The other thing is, is just don't be a jerk. <laughs> Wait, so it's above and beyond to not be yes, a jerk nowadays? Yes, yes, yes. I have worked with some divas in my lifetime, <laughs> and those divas don't get invited back. Okay. Don't be a diva. Okay, things aren't as perfect as you like them at the sound check. Right, right. It could be a number of things that you don't know going on. Right. We as planners have to go with the flow. We need you to go with the flow. We don't need you to be a problem. Okay. When I'm managing 50 other presentations and I know your one is, is is great. We don't want to mess up your brand. It's not intentional. So don't right. be a jerk. Let's get through it. Clearly communicate what's what's going on. Uh, and do some research on your on your group. Just know okay. the pitfalls because I've had people download logos and things that were actually offensive oh, wow. to our group. Like they downloaded a logo for a group that was a protest group instead of Oh our group. of your oh no. Yeah so I've had to go and say, hey, uh, no you can't use this. Let's take these things down. Right. Or no you can't wear that because that would be offensive to this part of our constituency. Okay. So just things like that. Just do a little research and just always ask the planner. Okay. Okay. So the speaker A V kit. Yes, yes. I love it. And what I'm should, what should be in it? What needs to so we, we have some type of little kit and yep. you talked about having the cables or dongles. What what all yep, should be yep, in yep. there? So a multi port video adapter because if you are using your own laptop mm-hmm. uh, some people still use VGA. I know it's crazy, mm-hmm. but some people still use VGA. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure you have a presenter with extra batteries. Okay. Because you don't want to be worried about your batteries. Okay. Uh, cables, of course. If you are a female or you're just uh, you, you just dress differently as a male and don't wear a belt, mm-hmm. you may have need to have a little band or something where people can connect the microphone pack to you. Oh, smart. Yeah, because I've just seen people struggle. So okay. you can be cute, but okay. be cute with a strap or some kind of microphone belt. And they sell them on, on Amazon and other places. Okay. And the other thing is if you're really worried about the mic Mm because sometimes that's really uncomfortable how the mic fits Mm -hmm. and you get that little clicking tapping noise yes travel with uh some surgical tape okay and a little surgical tape uh, if they don't have the clip sometimes people don't have the clips a little surgical tape will help and keep that mic secure and it won't distract you during your performance perfect perfect is there any other advice that you'd want to add and give to speakers yeah one thing keep it really simple so if you have to transfer files Mm -hmm. Make sure you just label them. Don't have 20 files on one USB. Label it Joe 10 o'clock presentation. Okay. That simple. Okay. And that saves tons and tons of issues from people uploading the wrong files. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, Glenn Guyton, thank you so much for joining us today and helping us as speakers understand the planner perspective so that we can planner-proof our presentations. All right. It's time to switch gears from the planner perspective to what bureaus want in speaker partnerships. Today on Voices of Experience, we have Jeanette Smith, Vice President with Leading Authorities. Now, Jeanette has actually been with Leading Authorities now for five years. She has been a Vice President 
for the last two. Leading authorities, in my opinion, from my experience, is one of the best bureaus out there in the business because of the way that they treat both their talent as well as their customers and the level of service that is provided. And so I thought that there was no one better to speak to us today about working with a reputable speakers bureau. So thank you so much for joining us today, Jeanette. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad to be here. Are bureaus all virtually the same, or do they have different offerings and procedures? Sure. Um, so every bureau is going to be a little bit different. I would say um, there, there's bureaus like ours. I'd say one of the main differences is some bureaus like ours have an exclusive roster of talent where we're working with some, um, you know, a big chunk of our talent that we work with is, is, is on an exclusive basis. There are other bureaus that purely work with non-exclusive talent. There are other like Hollywood agencies that are working with, you know, celebrities that are, you know, they're only working with purely exclusive talent. So I'd say that's one of the main, the main differences. You know, there's also in that uh, price differentials, there are some bureaus that most of their exclusive talent ranges in the 10 to 50K range. There are certain bureaus that specialize in the under 5K range or like the 50, 75, 100K plus range. Okay. Um, I'd say one of the other differences just in terms of the inner workings. So there's, there's several differences between, between different bureaus. But reputation is key. Uh, looking at a bureau's exclusive roster is key. Mm-hmm. Looking at the types of people that you know a bureau is working with will a lot of times signal a lot about their reputation. There's also some bureaus, and I don't want to name name them, but um, who's you know they kind of they have a strategy where they throw anyone and anyone up on their website, sort of playing against the rules of exclusive representation as a, as a, almost like a bait and switch. Yep. So there's those kinds of uh, interesting characters out there too uh, that generate their book of business essentially by baiting you into their website with a whole bunch of Google ads, um, oh. essentially trying to sell you something that they can't necessarily offer, um, oh. but they use it to draw you in and sell you somebody else. Okay. Okay. Um, so all sorts of different, um, there's just, there's just, uh, there's all sorts of different players out there. Have you seen, or, or do you have an opinion on, I know sometimes when speakers are starting, they ask me about, oh, what about these, it's a bureau contacted me about a paid listing. And, and I'm always like, what? Do you see that with the larger bureaus or is that not really a thing with the bigger ones when people have to pay to be listed? What, what is your opinion on that? Oh, interesting. Um, we don't do that sort of our, how we work is we essentially work for free until a client books something. Okay. So we represent and work with a speaker at no cost. Mm-hmm. And, and we, uh, you know, our, and, and we work with clients, getting them as many ideas going through as many, jumping through as many hoops as they need us to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get paid a commission when it, when it books, when a deal gets okay. What does a bureau look for in speaker partners and how does a speaker know if they're even ready to partner with a bureau? Sure. So ultimately the role of the bureau is we want to make money for, for everybody. Mm -hmm. Right. So for, I think one of the most important things right off the bat is just being an excellent, engaging speaker, being able to hold an audience for a full 45 to 60 minutes with ideally some type of lively 
presentation. Mm-hmm. Um, talking on a, uh, having a subject matter that's in demand with a credible background, whether it's a best-selling book or someone who has demonstrated experience in a certain field. And ideally someone that um, drives traffic Mm. uh, to our website. So for whatever, um, you know, whether it's the subject matter that maybe people are interested in and looking around on the internet for, and they come upon you or, uh, whether it's your name recognition. Okay. Um, so we work with speakers in an exclusive and a non-exclusive basis for the exclusive speakers. Uh, ideally, you know, there is some name recognition and some existing, demand. And then our role is to essentially support you with marketing materials, enhance your promotion, and give you some dedicated logistics. For a non-exclusive speaker, usually this person already has an existing infrastructure, mm-hmm. your website, your marketing materials, you, you have some business and you're just looking to heighten that. You're looking to expand it, get out there more, maybe charge more, maybe be more strategic in the type of things that you accept. Mm -hmm. You know, sales agents, we're usually working with clients. I would say about, I would say about 75% of the time clients come to us and say, we're looking for a speaker on X topic. Can you make some recommendations? Okay. Um, At least for our bureau, it's less of, Hey, you know, send me I really want this person X, send me the contract. And we broker the deal more or less. It's collaborative consulting Mm. to find the right person. When you think about some of your best speakers, what are the things, some of the things they've done where you're just like, Oh my gosh, we have got to keep them on the roster exclusive and non-exclusive. Sure. Sure. So first actually, let me, um, there's one thing that is just so helpful that non-exclusive speakers can do. Uh, that make our lives so much easier. And that's having some price integrity, mm-hmm. essentially charging the same fee. Um, so we're not competing. So the bureau and the talent are not necessarily competing against one another. But I'd say one of the trickiest parts of this market is, you know, when we're working with a client and I were doing a proposal recommendations and that person goes, Oh, I wonder if I can go cheaper direct, you know, mm-hmm. you know, and, and so it, and sometimes, sometimes that happens. And so, it just makes our lives so much easier because ultimately our goal is to get, be able to get you more money than you would have otherwise gotten having taken something direct. Right. Um, And so uh, that's, I'd say number one is setting sort of fee boundaries for your, for yourself Mm -hmm. that um, you know, where, where someone comes to you, that's totally fine. Uh, if a bureau is quoting you that we're both quoting the same price. Okay. That just makes our lives so much easier for actually on site. I mean, I think, or, uh, you know, working with partnership in general, Mm -hmm. first I'd say eagerness to accept offers speakers that sort of can move heaven and earth to make an offer happen is amazing. It's just, there's just, there's nothing like the disappointment of going through the, going through a full offer and then finding out it's, you know, an anniversary or a birthday or something that, you know, that doesn't work on the, on a personal calendar. It just doesn't work. Right. Um, having insights on calendar and stuff like that's always super helpful. And then, you know, just the ability to customize the flexibility to get on a pre-event call or to, um, uh, a lot of times I get a lot of great feedback on 
speakers who are genuinely engaged in the event as a whole, uh, being willing to go grab a drink or walk around the trade show or pop into other sessions or do a meet and greet, something like that. Those are always super well received. And then this is just silly and obvious, but you'd be shocked at the, sometimes the things we see, but you know, just being punctual. Uh, <laughs> oh no, you have issues with people. Like, um, <laughs> you know, for, for pre-event calls, you know, just uh, little courtesy things for the meeting planners, just being easy to work with, like mm-hmm. a simple text when you land being like, right. I'm here, I'm checking into my hotel, I'm good, I will be there for AV at 8 a.m. Just being cognizant of the schedule, um, you know, there's nothing like texting a speaker being like, where are you? And then like not hearing back. And then you've got like frantic calls at, you know, um, and that type of stuff does happen. So just being alert to and aware of the the logistics portion, even as, you know, as you're, you're the one that's driving home the content logistics is not necessarily your thing, but just being aware of that um, is always super helpful. Okay. I mean, it all makes sense. It just sounds to me like every, just about everything you mentioned near the end just had to do with customer service. Just, yeah. just good customer service. It's that's right. Yeah, that's right. All right. So for my last question for yeah. speakers who want to partner with bureaus, maybe they haven't partnered with any bureaus before, but um, they're interested. Can yeah. you share maybe two to three action items you'd suggest they take right now if they're listening? Want to hear Jeanette's advice on what action items you need to take to start working with more bureaus? Don't forget to subscribe, like, and share Voices of Experience, the podcast of the National Speakers Association. Oh, download alert. Members of NSA can go to nsaspeaker.org forward slash VOE podcast and download Glenn's foolproof tech tips for a worry-free presentation. I'll see you next week when we'll hear part two of the Bureau Perspective and discover how to leverage video to grow our speaking businesses. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.